Welcome to my mom's podcast. Hi, I'm Marisa Calderon, and you're listening to the Early Childhood Journeys podcast. I'm capturing the early childhood journeys of educators, including discussions and strategies on best practices for children, birth through third grade, and sharing them here for you. Welcome, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. I'm excited to bring you the first podcast that is going to be released for the 2018 New Year. I think this is episode 21. I I can't be too sure. Um, I I apologize if it's been delayed a little bit. I was telling my guests that I've been sick and everybody's been sick around me and I've been having this little lingering cough. So hopefully we don't catch that on today's uh, podcast. But I wanted to uh, thank my next guest, Lauren Harness. She's a kindergarten teacher here in Mesa, Arizona uh, for an elementary school here in Mesa. And I know Lauren through my work with the Kindergarten Experience, through some through my grant work with them. And last year we had the uh, honor of flipping her kindergarten classroom. So today um, came in. I thought I was going back to that same classroom, but you moved. I moved. So Lauren, tell me a little bit about um, where you're at now. You changed classrooms, and how many students do you have? Um, right now, I have 25. Might go up. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Usually, January, we start to trickle in a little bit, and it kind of stalls in March. So, How high can you host your max? We don't really have a max. There's... Really? No, which I, I came from New Mexico where I student taught, and they have like strict ratios, max type of things. And so I remember coming here, and I was like, so what's the max? They're like, what What max? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my first my first year I taught here, I had 31 students my first day. By yourself? By myself. It was my first day teaching, and I was – Oh, my gosh. thought I was going to die. But here I am today, and I survived. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. So, okay, let, let's let's go back to how long have you been teaching, like, all together, even your student, your student internship one. Um, so I, in New Mexico, we only do one semester, like full student student teaching, teaching. Mm -hmm. but before that we had to do practicums. So I guess there's like two year practicums and then like student teaching. And then I've been teaching here for, this is my fourth year. Wow. So four years here with this school. Mm -hmm. Yes. And did you always start with kindergarten? What did you start with first? Kindergarten. I've, I've only been in kindergarten. The, really? For the practicums, we had to do, like, we'd be in an infant-toddler room, like, pre-K, that sort of thing. But all of, like, student teaching is in kindergarten, and all four years here, I've been in kindergarten. Lucky you. Yes. Do other teachers tell you that by any chance? Because I, I feel like they get kind of bounced around when you're, when you're new like, and maybe you're not. I feel like, at least from the people I've talked to, like, people are afraid of kindergarten, so they don't want to teach it. <laughs> so they kind of, I think it's kind of like a joke, at least at this school, like, oh, you're in kindergarten, you're, like, stuck in kinder forever, but I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere, so. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you Job mean? Job security for me. That's how I feel. That's great. Um, what do you think about, or what did you think about your first year teaching kindergarten after your student teaching? 
How did that go? Oh my it gosh, I need to so know. It was so different. It was, I feel like the expectations I had coming in were, so I came from a student teaching experience that was very, like, rich in these different experiences, kind of like what the trainings and everything taught us, and I had just graduated from my undergrad, and it was an amazing program, and they really um, taught us all about, like, play-based learning, and we had lots of experience with that, and then I kind of came into this school, and I remember setting it up and, like, having different areas, Mm -hmm. and they, like, went and put in a closet, and... I was, I like almost cried in front yeah, of them. I was and just going to say, I, I probably would have broken down. I didn't know what to do, but. Tears. And I think they were just trying, they thought it would like be too overwhelming. And maybe it would have. Maybe I didn't know what was going on, but um, <laughs> they were like, they like put butcher paper over a bunch of things with like tape. <laughs> yes. And they were the like. Typical hands <laughs> off. Don't. They're like, we're just going to do this. It's going to be way better that because way it doesn't that tempt way the kids you. don't touch it. Like, they were worried that it would overwhelm the kid. Like, the kids yes. would be distracted by it, and then I wouldn't be able to handle it. So wow. I think it actually might still be in a closet somewhere. Really? My, like, original one. Wow. It was, like, a crappy plastic one from Goodwill, but still. What do you think uh, made the shift then? Because now for our listeners who can't see us, that's not the case in her classroom. Your classroom has clearly defined areas, the learning areas. You, I can see how you've taken a lot of the kindergarten experience content and put it in your classroom now. Mm-hmm. You have now one of the biggest, well, the biggest classroom of the school. Mm-hmm. So that says a lot. Yeah. That they gave you that. Working my way up. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think was the shift there when you started to, when they started to say, oh, okay, you can put this out now? Well, I didn't really ask. Mm. I just kind of did it. And... They didn't tell me to put it away. They didn't so tell you otherwise. Last year, I was the first year that I had my, for example, like my blocks and my kitchen area, and like over yeah, there. Yeah, I see. Um, and one day I was just like, I'm gonna do it because I'd been to all these trainings, and I was like, they haven't told me not to do it since my first year. And so I'm just going to do it. And I felt like I was in a good place, like... Within your team. Yeah, I was in a good place. Like, my classroom was under control. Like, we had... It was going well. So I felt comfortable. And so I just brought it in. And no one has really said anything about it. I mean... I mean, you you have administrator buy-in. Yeah. It's... I feel like... That's, I think that's awesome. Since I've been here, it's gone up, like, tremendously. Like, I think maybe I was scared to, like, talk to my administrator about it because I didn't want to, like, be rejected. Yeah. But then I told him more about, like, the trainings I've been to, like, what's developmentally appropriate. I, like, gave him those little, like... NAYC pamphlets and oh, I put it in his box. Oh my god. That's I don't awesome. know if he read it, but I have <laughs> whatever more. you did your part. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started telling my other team members and I started telling my um, reading coach who was in here earlier yeah. and it kind of just started blooming and so that's kind of 
Tell me, I, for our listeners, can you tell us who you're, the name of your reading coach? Because I want to say something to that. Yeah, um, her name's Catherine Norwood. She's amazing, and um, she's been here for three years. So my first year she wasn't here, probably better for the best that she didn't witness that. But, <laughs> well, yeah. when I walked into the classroom, for our listeners, Catherine, the reading, the reading specialist, uh, was here to meet me because she wanted to greet me and just tell me how much um, – she has appreciated the trainings as well as just honoring Lauren and just what you've been doing with kindergarten and your classroom that she has, she was just praising Lauren up and down. And I wanted to make sure I captured that on our podcast today. So thank you so much, Catherine, because I think we need to, we need to call that out. We need to call that out when good work is being done for sure. Um, so now that you have really kind of, I, I want to say, just been the leader here of your team because you have multiple people that are going to some upcoming conferences now. Yes, yeah. we actually, Which next, is awesome. next week, we're three of us from our school are going to the Resiliency K3 training. Yes. Um, and first it was something that I was just going to go to because I just go to all the things and I'm like, whatever, <laughs> I'm just going to. You're getting good PD. Not get paid or whatever. I'm just going to like pay to go to the PD and then not get paid, which uh, is what usually happens. Yes. But it's gone a lot better now. But then I told Catherine about it, and I'm on the child study team at my school here. So it's like this would be a really great training for the kids that come through child study because – Tell me what that – or tell our <coughs> listeners what that is. Um, the child study team. So teachers come to us about students that they're having concerns about maybe they're falling behind or they just don't know what to do. They want more strategies, things like that. And it's kind of like the pre-stepping stone to a possible SPED referral. doesn't mean they're going to go to SPED, but just kind of we bring the parents in and kind of just have those meetings. So I thought this would be a really good thing to go to because a lot of these kids in child study could benefit from these strategies. So. Um, our CST is going to that next Friday, and then we our school is going to be part of the KDI um, pilot. So I was like, "That's awesome. so excited so awesome to hear!" Like Catherine and I were like jumping up and down and being crazy, but like I didn't think that would ever actually like go through with the <laughs> district. I was like, "What's the worst that we can do? Did Get you rejected?" Push that to your- Principal, is the, are you the one that forwarded that yeah, info? Yeah, I did. Look at you. I well, I told Catherine I was tell her first, and then she kind of like, like tells him. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, and so we have like nine teachers who are going to be on the team for that in first wow. and also second grade. Yeah, all through Kate, so K through third. Wow, that's awesome. That's so awesome to hear, and I know. Um, Dr. Tilly Garcia with the Lessie Group with the Kindergarten Experience is going to be excited to hear about that as well because um, that's big um, to have that buy-in of all of those classroom yeah. teachers. Um, what would you say, so let's see, you just you just got back from break. How was, your, how was this week? It was a good week. Um, how were your kids suggesting? Um, so the first day, whenever we come back from long breaks, you kind of want to like do a mini little reset with them. Yeah, I want to hear about that. um, I just, like, really wanted to um, review some of the things that we hold true in our classroom. So Mm -hmm. um, 
So we have like the three things remember that we take care of ourselves, we take care of each other, we take care of our things. And it's like we made these little charts on the wall over here. We like just made those this week as like our little recap. So they. So there <clears throat> is um, some small um, chart board signs on the wall on the on the low level so the kids when they sit at the large group time on the carpet they can see the sign and it has it there so we you guys go over it it's we take care of ourselves and then are those um oh I see that's the, actually what they said that's and actually I, what they I wrote said. their name and <laughs> it was interesting hearing what they were saying and kind of guiding it to um something that we would like have up permanently because a lot of times I feel like the kids they say we're not going to do this we're not going to do that I'm like okay what will we do and that's uh, harder for them to yeah, think of positive. like we're not going to hit we're not going to punch we're not going to throw a chair at someone I'm like okay but what sh- what will we do to like be kind to ourselves so and that's and that's a, a brain development thing mm-hmm. too to state it positively so that the kids um some of their sentences are one of them said, by not hitting ourselves. So we take care of ourselves. And then one of them is, by not hitting ourselves. And then another child said, by being safe. And then by remembering our coats. And then by walking. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So she has the, all three of them um, separated. And then she has um, some images. You took some pictures of them. Yes. Eventually they will have Role pictures. Role modeling it. But- yeah. I started with that one first because I feel like they like concretely have their things and they always remind me, look, I'm taking care of my things. So I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of you doing that. So, And that's exactly what we yeah. talk about. So I'm going to take an image of that before I leave and that way I'll post that up uh, with the podcast so people can see what we're talking about because I know teachers are going to be inquiring about that. That's amazing. So what else did you guys do once you guys kind of regrouped about the rules, right? Um... I, so before break, like, it's crazy with, like, holidays and they're excited mm-hmm. and you have to, like, get testing done and you have to get, like, report cards done. I was ask about that. So, it was kind of crazy up in here, but, <laughs> and so coming back, I really wanted to be, like, mindful of, like, coming back together, like, this is what we do here, like, we're here to learn, we're here to grow, and kind of get back to our routines yeah. because we kind of got away from those. Um, and they've been, like, really successful. So I'm really proud of them this week. It felt good. Um, and also just, like, coming in during break and, like, re... Did you have to do any prepping before you started? I came in, I came in like, two days for a few hours. I just wanted to... Um, I had to, like, relabel some things mm-hmm. that were falling off and, like, switch out some materials, that sort of thing, and just make the space, like, prepared and also myself mentally prepared for coming back. So That's really important, and mm-hmm. I don't think people realize that, that the teachers just go back on Monday. No. Oh, no. I, I oh, like, have no. nightmares about that. <laughs> I actually had a nightmare. Like <laughs> I would call it a nightmare. I had this dream where... I came back to school and they had like moved my classroom somewhere else and they didn't tell me, but I like for some reason just came in 
And, like, I also had, like, multi-age class for some reason. And they were, <laughs> yeah, so that was fun dream. I was like, I need to go to school today. <laughs> this can't happen to me. <laughs> what about, um, we talked about the other, the other week, um, I noticed online, I was telling um, my consultants, my consulting friends about some goals for this next semester. Do you have anything any little professional goal for your for your class for yourself for the next month perhaps anything mm-hmm. you're going to work on goal for myself um i'm trying to be more intentional with the formative formative assessment aspect just cuz i know we're like going to be doing, doing all these trainings soon so i was actually like sitting with some kids at like the writing area the other day and I was just kind of talking to them about they're working on I'm like this would be like a great opportunity to just like be yeah going down the checklist type of thing yeah and it's like so much easier than okay I need this kid come over here and oh, like yeah. do something while don't kill each cool other yeah you know and yeah I felt that way like many times this week like this would be a great opportunity to like like check they can do this and so I'm gonna try to like put something together um, that I'll be able to actually use that use that throughout mm-hmm. I know we have some tips on that and now um, I won't say too many stuff here but I know we talked about providing some resources for that and you're gonna get some really solid training as well once you start that pilot program mm-hmm. from um, the group that's doing the tool as well but you know you could always ask us for, for help, <laughs> Lauren. <Okay. laughs> um, I wanted to just briefly go back. When you first started your student teaching and then your and then your first year in kindergarten, did you have any mentors? Um, like who supported you? I through that first year that must have been mm-hmm. a little difficult and, and maybe frustrating. So, back my first year, we had a program at our school called TAP. I don't know if you've heard of it, no. but so it's kind of built on like a mentor program. So I guess all the teachers kind of have a mentor. And so I definitely had people. Um, I also was, so the reason I came to Arizona is because I was part of the um, Teach for America, actually. Really? Yeah. Look at you. So oh, I, I can't ha- wait to tell Debbie. That's yeah. So I had all of their support also. So. Yes, I had support come out the wazoo. I felt and like, you, and you felt that that was helpful for you that program, Teach for America. I do. It was really helpful having an education background, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, just having some experience under my belt and kind of knowing that this is what I wanted to do. But yeah, that's awesome. I really like that. What about some advice for some new teachers? So now that you have some, you know, five years, kind of under your belt someone that's coming into the field their first year of teaching what would you say I think it's important to start small and I feel like when you're starting out you're like I want to do this and this and I'm going to have like this thing on my wall and it's going to be great but then you're just like spreading yourself too thin and it's fails (laughs) and so just really focusing on one thing at a time so 
like my first year well your first year is like your first year and you're just like <laughs> yay I finished and, and the next year you're like okay I know like how the year goes and so I'm gonna really focus on like how I'm going to interact during a read aloud or something like that yeah. and each year you like build a little more and yeah so I say starting small is really important okay what about um what advice would you give to parents right now this last semester of of kindergarten with your students any any advice or tips for your parents or, or what just would in I general? tell the parents yeah. of my students in general of just kindergarten students? yeah because this is the last semester right yeah what you expect kind of crazy it is um what could they be working on? I think they, after they come back from break, they, like, just start, like, growing in front of your eyes. So it's kind of amazing. Um, they, they, like, spurt up. They do. Yeah. So I, like, was ready to expect that because I'm, like, I always know this happens after. And, like, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> let me down. So just, I think, like, encouraging the students to... Um, like be proud of what they're doing and you're trying really hard on that like you've almost got it that sort of thing yeah yeah um, a lot of the affirmations mm-hmm. and I think just like getting excited for them about learning um, is really important because you can tell the kids who come from families where like learning is really exciting and like they're it's a part of their... Yes, it's their, just, like, yeah. part of what they do at the home, and you culture. can tell that. And you can tell the kids who, like, they come to school, and they, like, they're here, and then maybe it's not as strong as home, so... Mm-hmm. But they're, like, ready to go at school, so just being able to support the curiosity of kindergartners because as they get older it goes away so oh don't say that Lauren we don't want it to go away away. listeners we don't want it that's the whole point we want to be able to support the curiosity of kindergartners and first graders and and beyond um I want to end with your wellness so I'm I'm really big right now because everybody's doing this whole wellness trip after the new year and it's a teacher health and wellness. What are you doing or what are you going to do to make sure that you're addressing like maybe your burnout or your stress, anything personal that you're, you're working on? Um, How I you really, plan on decompressing? I really like to just cuddle with my doggy. <laughs> um, what kind of dog do you have? He is a pit bull mix and he's um, my best friend. What's his name? Gouda. Like, Gouda? Like the cheese. Really? Yes. Oh, where did you get him? Um, I got him from the East Valley Pound oh, that they're shutting you. down. Yes, yes, I saw that. Yeah. So I like to cuddle with him. He likes to jump on my face, but... That's awesome. Good. How old is he? Um, I think he's four. Okay, so he's still a great puppy. Very yes. Young. He's, yes. And... What else? Um... I really like Zumba, so I like to like Zumba. Look at you! (laughs) I blow up my knee every time I try that. I have to get the little slip-ons. I haven't gone a while, but I want to get back into the Zumba. 
Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Any other um, suggestions or comments that you want to add before I let you go? Because I know it's it's after school and you just had an impromptu principal called meeting. <laughs> Very important. Um, <laughs> that you want to mention to any teachers listening? Um, I'd say maybe don't be afraid of trying new things or being afraid of, I guess, being rejected for it because you never know what they might accept or what might happen or just try it anyway and don't ask, which is what I did. But <laughs> And it worked awesome for you. <laughs> and yeah, so just try and see what happens. The only place you can go is say no or it can like blossom in this amazing things. That's awesome. Lauren, thank you so much. Thank you.